Oh my god, Felk, this fly, this fucking fly is yeah. getting so much attention right now. Uh, yeah, I put Pence on our document. I thought he did great, by the way. We're recording this immediately after the uh, vice presidential the debates. debates. Not it's just the debates, the vice presidential debates. There's many debates. But this one was a lot more uh, n normal <laughs> than, than the other one. But no, I think Pence did great. But uh, yeah, all anyone's going to talk about is that fucking fly now. That fly was amazing. It's the only thing I could talk about. <laughs> Wait, what is this in our thread? I'm just looking at it. What does Orlando's Bloom's dick have anything to do with That was the question I asked to uh, <laughs> Justin. Hashtag Bloom 2020. <laughs> I caught the biggest fish in Red Dead and cock was always the best bait. <laughs> what is this shit? I, how quickly our thread changed from fly to Orlando Bloom's dick. It, it, it was amazing. I've never seen such a transfer of power. There, that's your cold open. Uh, Live from Cool Boys Central. The boss down there. The boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Got the young boy. <gasps> <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. I don't know. Justin's on a weird bender. All right. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation. <laughs> and welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys podcast. You know what they say? Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Sunday morning. I'm your boy, Felk. And hello. I'm your boy, Ballard. I don't know why I didn't write I'm your boy there, Ballard, but I'm your boy, Ballard, too. Ah. Uh. So cool. So cool indeed. Well, cool boys, I don't think we can get any more. <laughs> Fuck that up already. Well, cool <laughs> boys, I don't think we can get any more introductory than that. Time to move on to our cool boy show topic is what I always like to say. This is going to be a short episode. <laughs> we have six possible quizzes to take. So not really. Oh, this is going to be three hours. Okay, so why goodbye? Like, obviously, the quote at the beginning is usually has some kind of reference to something in our lives. Um, why goodbye? Why goodbye? Because it took me a long time to open up about this. Um, and I'm finally going to say it on the podcast, but, and this is probably going to make it so real that it won't even happen. Thank God. But about two years ago, I started having this fucking dream in a doctor's office in which a doctor kept touching the iPad and the iPad always said 31 days at first and then you touch it and then it would spin up. And it would, you know, count up to October 12th, 2020. And so I've been like, I wonder what the fuck October 12th, 2020 is. Is that supposed to be the day I die? I've never had a dream like this. I, I told Siri, I said, you know, essentially, remember this date, screenshot it so I can not have it get lost somehow. And uh, yeah, and so um, throughout the whole year of 2020 i've been obviously anxious yeah, i've tried to hide it to some extent mostly got really anxious in january of 2020 when i was like i don't know what's gonna happen this year it's finally october it's 2020 we're 10 months away um yeah but like for two years i just kind of was like stressing a little bit about the date and then 2020 just turned into a shit show yeah a complete shit show of a year even to the point where i told you this felk 
I mean, the reality this is very poignant reality that you mentioned is that like at this point, yeah, anything you could throw a dart in the dark and, and on and October 12th, anything could fucking happen at this point and it could be the prophecy. So the question really is, is what is the prophecy? What the fuck's going to happen? Am I going to die on October 12th? Is someone I know going to die on October 12th? Is some fucking horrible alien giant robot going to start activating itself in Area 51? Who the fuck knows? But I just figured since well, this episode yeah. will air on October 13th, well, at least we can get it out there now that we are saying this, October 12th. I mean, yeah, and something could have happened by the time we, we do this, but, um, but there is currently a really, really aggressive campaign going on between a 78-year-old in clear mental decline and a 74-year-old <laughs> who uh, just had a, a COVID-19, although it seems to have made him stronger, so who oh, knows? He's immune. He's immune now. And maybe I'm immune. I don't know. He feels better than he did 20 years ago, yep. uh, which is because he's on steroids, probably. So, oh, yeah. so <laughs> it's possible that either of them could die, in which case, uh, I don't think... There, honestly, it wouldn't be too chaotic if Trump dies. Like after tonight, especially, it's just a reminder that they can just slot in Pence, and Republicans will all show up, and everything will be pretty much normal. And in fact, the the things might things might calm down. But if Biden dies, and they slot in Hillary Clinton or something, I would expect you know apocalyptic level shit to go down on that day. I think everybody would if Epstein's favorite friend ever Hillary allegedly cuz Kamala won't win on her own. Suddenly became president like out of nowhere like she was just a default that would be very odd. Yeah, but I think it's more likely Nancy Pelosi will become president sadly. Well, she's like 80 and and keeps rebooting. Yeah, let them be chocolate. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Uh, Dude did you see did you see her video of her walking around her uh, her her hair salon? Yeah, well I keep doing the good morning Sunday morning reboot Sunday like morning. where she just like her brain stopped and and started again in the middle of a debate or interview, I mean. There's weird moments like that for sure, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, but a lot of things could happen. So you got you slightly warned me that I was making too much light of it on the text thread once and I'm I want to formally apologize for that and explain that I did not perhaps just because I I'm not great always at paying attention, but I was under the interpretation that it was an apocalyptic event, not something affecting you personally. So I didn't realize I was affecting you personally by by uh, making light uh, of it in terms of uh, listing possible things that could happen on that day. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. By, by saying essentially like, oh, you know, Ballard could be making this up. Essentially, anything could happen this day. I mean, yeah, that's not the way you intended it or meant for it to be. I get it. Yeah, I, I was sure. I was thrown off by many factors. One of which is the doc, like you said, the doctor's iPad. And I'm just like, you may have maybe you have better doctors than I do. My doctors never come in with iPads. Really? And show things I, I to have me. doctors with iPads all the time. No, I always have guys with like clipboards and be like, oh, I see you're allergic to fucking whatever. My favorite is the iPad. I love to come in and they have a, a version of you on the iPad and they're like, Touch where it hurts on you. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Touch, uh, touch where the man touched your body. Um, I don't have that capability. So yeah. So I mean, like, I kind of wanted to like just think about like what what could it be? Let's like let's just have fun for a moment. Assume it's not my death, which is the incomplete reaction I had waking up from the dream, and oh. I've had this dream many times. Uh, at least the first time that was my very first reaction. Well, I just want to say I I really hope you do not die. 
Yeah, me too. Like, how would I die? Heart attack? I mean, I guess that's the only way you could just die out of nowhere. No, I mean, you, you will die someday. Aneurysm? I, and, and I don't hope that you never die because, that, as we know, immortality is a curse worse than death. Eventually, you, all your loved ones die and you're, you're seeking death. But uh, you're a young man with a lot of life ahead of you. No, no one our age should ever be comfortable with the concept of death. Yeah, um... I, I, I want to live forever. I'm like Rod Stewart or whatever. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. Every time we take that fucking quiz, you, <laughs> you, choose, you choose that answer and you always say like, oh, you know, I've heard the fuck, heard, heard all the arguments that like eventually you're, you're tired of everything and you just want to die and you can't die. And it's a horrible, horrible curse. And the, the sun envelops the earth and you're just out in space, frozen and immortal. Loving it. Yeah, I love that idea. Sounds yeah. fantastic. Sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, So. Uh, I've been rewatching lots of shit just to get like, you know, my, my, my 2020 October, uh, scary, you know, creepypasta type of internet, whatever conspiracy theory type shit. One of the things I thought was really interesting was back in February, early February, 2020, uh, the NASA stereoscopic radar of the sun, um, actually had, uh, images of, of Mercury, Venus, and Earth all orbiting around uh, the sun. And then out of nowhere, and they're all going from left to right in the frame, right? And then out of nowhere on the right-hand side of the frame is this giant circle uh, with like almost like spokes in between it, uh, kind of like a, a wheel. And it's spinning, and it's spinning, and it's way larger than Earth, and it's spinning towards Earth. And this is a very common thing with NASA live feeds is when any type of potential alien aircraft or spacecraft or starship or whatever the fuck kind of shows up all of a sudden on a, on a NASA feed, they cut to the red screen or and they cut, they cut the feed. And it's like so common that like conspiracy theorists love like, like laughing at it. Like, Oh, look, there it is again. They cut the feed because you know, there's something weird leaving orbit of earth. Well, anyways, this one thing is really weird because it's this huge, like stereoscopic radar essentially of, of, of our solar system and orbiting planets. And like this thing is spinning and it's coming towards Earth. And then when they cut the feed and they come back to the feed, all of a sudden it's gone off the frame. It's no longer there. But um, a long time ago, maybe about like, I can't remember, six years ago, five years ago, scientists said that they may have found uh, evidence of life in the distant solar uh, universe, uh, galaxies far away. They saw a sun and then they saw what looked like some type of object crossing in front of the sun multiple times. And they didn't know what, what it was, but they knew it wasn't a planet in the way that it was blocking light and allowing light and blocking light and allowing light that they had this perspective that it could be like a space okay. station, like a giant wheel type of space station. And now that this giant wheel thing is like came towards Earth in February, I'm like, fuck, man. Are we just going to, like, first contact's going to be October 12th? Like, is that what this shit is? Or what, what's going to happen at the end of 2020? What, we're hitting Act 3. It's got to be the big climax come soon, folks, so we can have the rest of the act be us figuring this shit out, resolving the, the problem. What is it? I mean... Is it aliens? I, I already posited uh, two very realistic and possible scenarios involving elderly people passing away. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi could also pass away. We just had RGB. If RGB had made it to the 12th, you could have claimed that as the apocalyptic death. Yeah. Uh, and, and it would have, I mean, it wouldn't really have been a surprise to anyone because she was 89,000 years old, but uh, that's all more likely than 
uh, first contact. Now, it is only a matter of time before we see something in a satellite that scientists uh, say as a consensus is like, okay, Europa, we're seeing like flicking, flickering bioluminescence or some shit like that. And they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're, we're accepting that there's life on other planets, but it'll be fucking bacteria it'll be like a squid at most something along those lines not even an animal it'll it'll be microbial and that's the first life we'll, we'll find is going to be microbes and and uh that won't change shit <laughs> people will still protest in the street people will still be smashing uh storefronts on on santa monica boulevard uh for that for that sweet fendi uh necklace or <laughs> purse Aww. or whatever uh and then we just build back better, right? Like Biden wants just build back better. How the fuck is build back better semantically any different than make America great again? <laughs> it's just a different version. Except um build back better is something that is uh, a phrase utilized by a lot of different um, So it's less original. left-wing uh parties in different countries. And so a lot of people believe build back better is really just the NWO. Yeah, well, maybe it is. Uh, I mean, and, and also make America great again implies that America was once great and it lost its former, former greatness. And that obviously means racism, Ballard. It does. It, mean, it means we got to because when America was when was America great? It was always racist. I mean, it couldn't mean before we started exporting all of our fucking jobs to China and Mexico. No. Nope. Oh, no. I said two other countries that aren't full of white people. That's racist, too. It's just like. It's a very simple thing that, that fucked over this country, which was outsourcing all of our work. And we we both grew up in a world in which Back to the Future was telling us all the great stuff is made in China and watching a, a fucking scientist, an inventor from the 1950s, 1955, because mm-hmm. uh, that was 55 version of Doc Brown. So it was like, what? <laughs> like yeah, That was Japan. He said Japan in the, in the movie. But no wonder this circuit failed. It says made in Japan. What do you mean, Doc? All the best stuff is made in Japan. Unbelievable. Well, look at the evidence, right? I mean, we we should be America should be making the best stuff, and the fact that like that was scary to a nineteen fifty five uh, American being told that like, oh yeah, we don't we we don't make the best stuff anymore. Japan does, and that was before China just started fucking eating all of our manufacturing, and now China manufactures. Japan shit too. The PS4 is made in China. It's made at Foxconn. Is it really? Correct. Yes. Wow. What about the PS5? The PS5 as well, and and that's why like all the plans are are uh, fucked. There's an, the new the iPhone events soon, and uh, we'll see what that is. I'm very curious how China is able to manufacture despite the fact that they destroyed all the world's economies. It's like, yeah, we can make iPhones, but no one else can buy iPhones because they don't have jobs because of our fucking virus. Yeah, that will be interesting. That's a nice dilemma. It's like, well, you know, like China got it under control. Yes, by welding people in their apartments. There, yeah, well, I mean, that's the video that there, that you can see. Right? Oh, well, I mean, no, there's a video of like a guy being dragged out of his home. And it's yes. just like, oh, shit. I don't know where he's going, but he sure fucking knows. <laughs> there was a there was a video of a I think of a guy being maybe the same video, but I think there was a video of a guy being dragged out of a home and then he bolts and they like chase after him. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like oh my god, this is this is great. That's that's what going to the hospital should be like. <laughs> well, because I mean, hospitals Correct. like ho- most like we think of hospitals 
and you hear like, oh, yeah, this is our incinerator where we get rid of the problem people. <laughs> it's like yeah. that's something you would expect from Nazi Germany. You would never think of that as happening in America. And yet it's happening in China right now. And we're just supposed to fucking, you know, be, be cool with it. Well, I mean, what's the reality? Like, what do you do? I don't know. It's uh, apparently in, in all the Chinese feeds of the debate that just happened when when uh, uh, Pence was talking about China, the feed just went to color bars. <laughs> a big China is great logo. And wow. then, it just, then it came back on. It's like we we don't let you hear that here. <laughs> Dude, that's just exactly like Gentle Ben's like episode where like Gentle Ben attacks like, the <laughs> just, No yeah. Ben, it's no, just, and he's cussing Gentle Ben holding a woman's hand. The Gentle Ben. <laughs> I don't. Nobody fucking knows what that like. Like, that, like this is what I talk about. The Simpsons like requires such a, a high knowledge base to get all of its jokes that it that like so many things. I didn't. I didn't know what the fuck Gentle Ben was, but I since looked it up and was like, oh yeah, there's a TV show starring a bear. I used to watch Gentle Ben as a kid. I had a VHS of Gentle Ben. All right. Well, we're so off topic. I don't even remember what the topic is, but I thought your prophecies were about the apocalypse. So I prepared a series of BuzzFeed quizzes but my about the apocalypse. Prophecy, my prophecy may have been actually about dog-faced pony soldiers. So we'll never really know. You interrupted me for that? <laughs> Report preliminary finding. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gay. Hooboy Nation, pop your cocks and drop your toes. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. That's like 17 Biden gaffes ago. Now he's that, that was that was before or right after Corn Pop. I love I, uh, Corn Pop's the best. We're a long way from Corn Pop. Corn Pop and Dog Face Pony Soldier's the best. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. He, and back in those days, to show how things have changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. Corn Pop is just an idea. <laughs> it's not an organization. Corn Pop is like Antifa. <laughs> All right. So our first quiz is titled Design an Apocalypse. And we'll tell you if you would survive it. Well, you even survive the first day. By Natalia Lobanova, <gasps> BuzzFeed staff, probably BuzzFeed Croatia, but sure. She sounds hot. She doesn't look hot, though. Uh, so first question, how will society as we know it collapse? Well, you're <sighs> the man with the prophecy, so you, you have an edge on all these questions. <laughs> Climate change causing international famine. No. Nuclear war. Maybe. A super volcano destroying half the world and sending the rest into a volcanic winter or zombie outbreak that's not possible climate change will affect a hundred years from now but not now nuclear war is my answer yeah i'm uh i'm leaning towards that super volcano destroying half the world and i think that super volcano might be yellowstone isn't one in what is it montana i think has one yeah that's the that that is the same one that's yellowstone Okay, that's the one Justin is hard was warning us about. It's in it's in technically Montana, Wyoming, in Idaho. That's the one in 2012, right? In the movie yes. 2012, that, oh, yeah. that kills Woody Harrelson. Yes, <laughs> but it's beautiful. 
for him. Yeah, well, he's he's fine with it. What will be the first thing you do when you find out that a disaster has happened? Abandon the city, fill mm-hmm. the bathtub with water. That's what Vigo Mortensen does in, uh, in, the road. in the road. Loot oh, yeah. the shops. You don't have to wait for the apocalypse for that. Nope. Uh, secure all the windows and doors of my house. I do that just because it's L.A. <laughs> yeah, I do that for bedtime. Um, fill the bathtub with water is really what I remember when uh, the, yeah. the, the earthquake hit up here in San Francisco in like 89. Um, my my mom, that's the first thing she did. She filled that bathtub water up. She was making sure of that. Yeah. Well, the bathtub's not being full of water won't mean shit if I'm getting in my car immediately and driving the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm abandoning the city. I have a place to go. I have planned and everything. Yeah, me too. I'm abandoning the city. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> Pick a loyal companion. You, you want to survive the apocalypse with a, a robot, a husky, your partner, or a wise stranger you meet along your travels? That seems like the, the worst <laughs> option. Wow, that's scary. Yeah, who's this guy? Uh, dog. Apocalypse dog. Fucking, if it's good enough for Will Smith, it's good enough for me. Hmm. He has a uh, German Shepherd. Husky would be just, husky would be good for cold weather. Huskies are are temperamental. They're very temperamental animals. Yeah, and they are like they just fucking they got to bounce around. I mean, they got to move and grow. They're not great for families. Uh, I, I know that. I think I go with a partner. Yeah, you you, well, you have one of those. So well, but I, I don't know. See, your partner. See, I don't even mean my wife. Like, I'm hoping that like by this time in the apocalypse. I'm gay and have like a really strong Arnold Schwarzenegger type boyfriend, and then he takes care of me. Yeah, you probably just get Noli. Yeah, and he'd be like, "I know exactly what to do," and he stands up and gets shot on like day one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing, but I would break my heart, of course. <laughs> He's always standing up when you're not supposed to stand up. We learned that at Universal Studios. It's the <laughs> handsomeness. He's just like, "Oh, I can stand up. People want to see my handsome face." He stood up on the great, uh, the giant dipper. And, and took his clothes off and then took a photo naked. Exactly. I was talking about on the fucking Universal Studio tour when he got, you know, chided. Like, could the handsome man in the back please st- stop standing up? <laughs> yeah. We know you can't see anything from back there, but fuck it. His standing up was such a problem that the gentleman uh, shit pants in front of us had to take a shit and stop the ride because of Nolan's beauty. <laughs> Pick some food to take with you. We got a bag of rice, ten of t- tens of canned peaches. Bread or a pizza, which a will pizza. last a day. Although, I mean, you always have, you probably have a backup pizza in your car that's been in there for a day and a half and you still eat it. I'm going with mm-hmm. rice. Rice is absolutely good apocalypse staple food. It's just calories. Yeah. I have actually um, 50 pounds of rice just right over here. Yeah. And and uh, I, that's why I would actually would take that. But boy, I want to take that pizza with me. Mm. <laughs> like, the rice will li- like literally last like a year, years even it, without proper like uh, insulation or, or in a Ziploc bag. Just because it, it pictures it in a canvas bag here. But yeah, the, that that rice would last you a really long time. And then you just need uh, the the vitamins, or as Bear Grylls taught me, vitamins. Vitamins uh, from like you can you can get from like berries and stuff. Rice is good. I'm going with rice. You going with the pizza? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I clicked on pizza. <laughs> Pick, that pizza. Oh, this, is, this one's always fun. Pick a weapon. All right. These are always good. A gun with five bullets. Oh, it's Last of Us. A single grenade, a blunt axe, or no weapons, thanks. No weapons, thanks. Jesus. A gun with five bullets almost feels like it's like it's like the mist, right? It's like you know what those bullets are for. Yeah, well, it's it's I mean, it's a gun with five bullets or a blunt axe. 
Uh, and it, I guess a, a blood axe and a zombie apocalypse might be better, but like a even if you only have five bullets, I mean, there's a, nine millimeter ammo is pretty much compatible with most guns. It's like there's not a whole lot of ammo types. You'll find more. The gun is. I'm going with the gun. I just hope I can find more bullets. Better to have that as a tool, even if you don't have ammo, you might find the ammo later. Well, even I, I, uh, an unloaded gun is still useful in an apocalypse, as uh, Mad Max has taught us all. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's right, because, yeah, he, the shotgun doesn't have anything in it in uh, Fury Road. Or in Road Warrior, he fakes as well, doesn't he, with an empty shotgun? Or does the other guy do it? Yeah, you're right. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, 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 Road Warrior when he finally, like, he's holding the gun to them and then he just starts, like, loading it. And they're like, well, no, it's on, it's on the... Uh, it's, it's the, the gyro the, captain. Yeah, the gyro captain. Yeah, he, he fixed yeah. him, too. So that was a callback. All right. Choose somewhere to hide. A penthouse apartment. That's pretty good. An uh, abandoned shopping center. An old cinema. Or a remote country cottage. These all are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the penthouse apartment kind of reminds me of uh, Blade Runner 2049. Because uh, that's where Harrison is. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a casino hotel, but... Um, What's your favorite? Wait, I actually felt... Okay, so it's four options. Tell me your pluses for all four of them. I'm curious. Penthouse would be, like, the best in terms of living condition because it's already supposed to be lived in. And you have, you know, you're up high, you're, you're clearance, you can see the city. Uh, nothing can get down to you, but you don't have water running to you, assuming, and you don't have power either, so it's a little tough to do upkeep. Now, you wouldn't really have running water or power in an abandoned shopping center either, but for no real reason, the power is still on in both Dawn of the Deads, uh, and it's applied to running water is too. Uh, at Old Cinema, I, I wonder if you would pick that, but you're limited to like whatever 12 movies were playing at that time. Uh, which right now is nothing. Right. Uh, and a remote country cottage is like, that's where you retire with your loved one. But uh, if I'm going apocalyptic alone, I'm, uh, it might be too tough to keep, also keep the shopping center to myself. It attracts too much attention. It attracts biker gangs. Yeah. I'm going with penthouse apartment. I'm going with penthouse apartment. Uh, penthouse apartment is my, I think, <sighs> see, I have two. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm between two. So it's penthouse apartment or remote country cottage. Um, my reality, my honest reality right now is if shit went down, I actually am going to a remote country cottage. Like there is, that's what, that's the plan. It's stocked with food and shit like that. But a penthouse apartment. See, I don't know. There's something fun about 28 days later about being in a city during the apocalypse. And, you know, it's like, uh, I'm pretty sure you could probably wall it up. Good. You could probably take care of a floor, clear a floor, maintain well, a floor. Brendan Gleeson's in an apartment in 28 days later, but it's not, it doesn't seem like a penthouse. It seems like a run of the mill apartment. Yeah. Uh, there is a penthouse apartment in land of the dead. Denzel or Denzel, uh, Dennis Hopper runs. Is, is living in. Yeah. He runs, but he's at the top of it. Um, mm -hmm. so I, I, that one to me seems like the, wonderful the metaphor for the elite versus the poor. Yeah. Really subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Very subtle. Um, World War Z has an apartment complex uh, in the first act that doesn't end up so well for the uh, family living inside of it. That, that's during. Yes. And that's also not a penthouse. That's during the apocalypse. The, I'm assuming this is post-apocalypse. I've taken over someone else's penthouse. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the penthouse apartment would be an amazing montage sequence of fun. Like I could just I, I already see the montage sequence in that movie at the oh, penthouse God. apartment. All right. What's your pick? There's no montage at the remote country cottage. Um, but you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, 
Oof. I'm going to go with the penthouse, I think. Yeah. No, wow. For fun. Just for fun. I would think, see, because you have a family, I would think you would go take the remote country cottage. And then all you got to do is find all the food for the day. No, I, oh, Felk, I left my family a long time ago. I found my Nolan, <laughs> my, my Nolan Arnold Schwarzenegger type. Okay. You, you come across another party, which includes a pregnant woman. They're hungry and ask you to share your food. <laughs> She's hungry. <laughs> what do you do? Tell them to get their own Pickles. food. Pickles. Pickles. Give food, but only to the pregnant woman. Yeah. Don't give your food, but help them scavenge for some food. Yeah. Or give them half of your food. Okay, here. Okay, first of all, the first one you don't ever do is don't give, don't, don't do this one. Don't give your food, but help them scavenge for some. Um, if you do that, you leave yourself up at risk. You uh, completely allow yourself to be attacked by them, double crossed by them, conned by them. You could get fucked over big time. No, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not even considering that. I'm I'm torn yeah. between give them, tell them to get uh, get their own food, and give food, but only to the pregnant woman. But then I think like the next scene is like the woman like pulling like a colander out from under her right. like, dress or something or a pillow or something, and she's like, ah, mm -hmm. ah at least we got something out of them. We should we yep. would have killed them if you'd given us nothing. Uh, and well, that, that was my other option. So <laughs> if you tell them to get their own food and when they walk away, you shoot them all in the back of the head. Take then you harvest the baby's adrenochrome. I think you got something there, actually. Well, the post, I mean, the adrenochrome wars will be part of the apocalypse. Yes. And so adrenochrome will be the new gold. And so if you get some, you can buy yourself some paper, paper. <laughs> What water world? Yeah. Uh, fucking <laughs> yeah. Raz might come after me, but I'm gonna tell them to get their own food. It is paper. <laughs> paper. That's what everyone wants. That guy. Uh, Don't give him food. That was a pedophile. That was a big budget PG-13 movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a there's a couple lingering looks on the little girl in that movie. Yeah, but that that one they like overtly like say it, and it's just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, and that's did you see that in dark. Theaters? I did. What? I saw that in theaters. I saw that mom. in theaters too, and I was constantly like, "What the fuck? Did he just did, did the hero of this movie just throw the child off his boat to drown?" He it's, did. Yeah. Like, yeah, he did. But, but I mean. Mel never does that, you know, like Matt, like if they were just trying to do Mad Max on water, which is exactly what they were trying to do. Why did they have the hero be so much more of a horrible asshole than Max ever was, even though they make it clear that Max is an asshole. He's just here for the gasoline. They like they make it clear he's just there to survive. He's fine waiting for uh Morton Joe to catch up and, 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 you know, then he'll just like return the wives to him. But then, you know, Charlie's is like he might kill you still because you shot one of them. And he's like, all right, I'll take my chances with you guys. He's not like, oh, I'm going to fucking let everyone starve to death because be, like when I don't have to, but it doesn't like mm -hmm. benefit me. And that's what fucking uh, the Mariner constantly does is, is goes out of his way to fuck people over for no reason. Road Warrior also, uh, he did, uh, Mad Max's character uh, only wants the gasoline. As soon as he helps get the uh, gasoline uh, or the truck, the semi, back into the, uh, uh, whatever you call it, their little township, he's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. And they like, plead with him over and over and over again to like help him drive the, tr the pickup truck. I forget what the inciting incident is that makes him actually want to drive the pickup truck. His car gets uh, destroyed. 
when he tries to escape on his own. And he's stranded with them. And then he walks back. Yeah. Okay. Pick a survival right. skill to they have. They leave him. No, they leave him for dead because the car explodes. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then he sneaks back. Yes. Pick a survival skill to have, Ballard. Do you want knowledge of medicinal herbs? I have a book about that. Programming. <laughs> Don't know. Okay. Engineering or great physical strength. Wow, I think you already know me. I have great physical strength already, <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. But I do have knowledgeable uh, book. I have a knowledgeable book of medicinal medicinal herbs. Engineering. Once everything settles, yeah, that's need fucking you. actually really badass to have. Yeah, that, I'm picking engineering. Yeah, oh, I, I can build shit. Yes, um, it, but you have to wait. You have to wait until shit settles. Otherwise, you're useless until then. This is, yeah, you know, is this post-apocalyptic? I don't think this is during the apocalypse. This is designed an apocalypse. And then we'll tell you how long you live. So it's long-term. Yeah. Um, I'm going long-term. Fuck, term. man. Great physical strength, though. I could, I could destroy so many trees. I'm going to go with great physical strength. What would be the most valuable thing you'd bring to a group? My physical strength. My physical strength. <laughs> My ability to lift everyone's spirit and morale like it's a tree, Ballard. Oh, my God. And or I'd be able to forage for food or I'm a good leader. OK, so in Naked and Afraid, the show, anytime someone has two of these four uh, uh, skill sets or whatever, um, my ability to lift everyone's spirit and morale or I'd be able to forge for food. Those people usually are failures, major failures, and people hate them on the show. I would never be like, I'm, my ability here is to lift everyone's spirits. No one wants a clown. No, nobody wants that. In the apocalypse. Um, I'm going physical strength because I clearly made a big deal about it a moment ago. I'm going to go with my, I'd be able to forage for food. <laughs> no one wants that. Just be a good leader. Be Rick. Which of the, Rick left the show. <laughs> Which of these thoughts will keep you going in the darkest of nights? Okay. <gasps> these, these, are, these are a lot. This is the last one, too. The possibility of making a new start and not repeating old mistakes as a species. Uh, I, ha I will have no thoughts, only the primal will to survive. <laughs> I like that a lot. The need to provide for my partner and my children. You've already abandoned them and are with yep, a, a yeah, gay they're guy. Gone. They're gone. And now I'm someone else's partner. <laughs> I don't know that there is anything that would keep me going. I'm going to go, I have no thoughts, <laughs> only the primal will to survive, just like Tom Hardy. Yeah, I like that. That's uh, that's Vigo in the road. While I don't know if there's anything that would keep me going, is Charlize in the road? Yeah. You know, when she, I don't know what it is. I I rewatched the road not too long ago uh, to get me ready for Last of Us Part Two, and I had this like memory of the road of that when Charlize left the house, she stripped naked and walked into the darkness. No, she just takes her coat off. Yeah, she takes her coat off. But so when I was watching that scene, I'm like, get ready, Ballard. And then like it happened, I'm like, wait, wait, oh, I thought she got naked. Are you thinking she of not get naked? the witch, perhaps? I, I'm trying to think of when somebody strips naked and, and walks into the woods at the end of a movie. I guess it, yeah, but no, I don't think it was the witch that I was like, <laughs> like mistaking. But yeah, I don't. I, I had this recollection of Charlie's walking naked into the forest that night. Well, we can all want to see that. Maybe that's what happens on October 12th. <laughs> All right, I got. Oh, and by the way, since we're about to reveal our, our answers here about the apocalypse and how we survive, well, we have two more to do. But yeah, sure. Um, October twelfth. It's not just what happens on October twelfth has to be massively public. 
It could be like, oh, something happened on October 12th, but we don't even know about it for a month or so, you know. Okay. That still counts. I don't, uh, we'll see. Uh, all right. I got 40 years. 40 years? We're finding out how long we'd survive the apocalypse. I got 40 years. You're ruthless, and you'll be one of the last few standing. You'll live long enough to weather the tragedy and start repopulating the Earth. This time, hopefully, not repeating the mistakes that brought about the tragedy. Well, good for you. Which was nuclear war on my, my thing. boy. What did I get? I got nothing. I got nothing. Was your... Uh, Oh, I never answered pick a weapon. Okay. Um, a gun with five bolts, a single grenade, a blunt axe. No weapons, thanks. A... I'm going to you... go with a blunt axe. Okay. <laughs> I picked gun. All right. All right, what did you get? No, you... <laughs> Wait. God damn it, I hit retake quiz, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> can you back, can, can back, go back. All right, Super Volcano. Um, God I said, damn it. I said abandon the city. I'll believe it this end. I said I go with my partner. My partner's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger Nolan. I was go with the pizza. Uh, uh, let's go with a gun with five bullets instead, I guess. A penthouse. Um, I said get their own food. I don't want to feed the pregnant lady. Uh, physical strength is a good skill to have. And I tell everyone that I have physical strength. And then the last thing is, which of these things will keep me going in the darkest of nights? I will have no thoughts, only the primal will to survive. All right, what did you get? 40 years. Well, yeah, you, you changed some of yours, I think. <laughs> I changed one, at least, yeah. Do you want to read the same thing? You're ruthless, and you'll be on the one of the last few standing. Great. 40 years from now, I'll be 80 in the apocalypse. Yay. No, you're going to survive a long time. Well, that was fun. You did it, Phil. Well, we're going to be... Maybe you're my partner. Uh, well, I mean... If your plan not only involves you immediately abandoning your family if the apocalypse happens, Gotta. which is a little weird, uh, but also Nolan <laughs> abandoning his family and going with you and getting like Arnold ripped yeah. post-apocalyptic and, you know, just just being gay together. Oh, it sounds fun. I agree. Nolan probably doesn't know <laughs> these plans, but he will after this episode. <laughs> and we hope he's on board with them. Oh, God damn. My dick is so engorged. I'm sure he will be. I, I, if I know my Noli. We'll see the Keanu one. I think that'll be fun. So wait, what the fuck is a Keanu Reeves apocalypse? Click on it. Answer this apocalypse quiz to see which Keanu Reeves character will help you survive. Oh, my God. This is my partner. <gasps> Yeah, well, it's a it's a fictional character, but we ask you the important questions to help you plan for the future by Anna Ruthamos, community contributor with 1,350 points. 1,350 points. She's kind of hot. Not bad. Yeah. Um, okay, before you answer any of these questions, I want you to guess your Keanu character. Go. Oh, uh, I, I mean, John Wick would probably be the most functional. Uh, Neo. I want Neo, I guess. Okay, um, I'm going to go uh, Johnny Utah because he can surf. He's the one. A lot of these questions are virtually very similar, but with different answers. So it's being multiple choice, it works. What triggered this apocalypse? Just like the last quiz started. Mm -hmm. The folly of man, of course. Mother nature. Aliens. That wasn't an option last time. Somebody messed with some magic that they shouldn't have. Something ancient and mysterious. Or shh, it was me. Oh, 
Something ancient and mysterious. That's like Cthulhu. Somebody that's Cthulhu. Yeah. Somebody messed with or some the mummy. magic that they shouldn't have. I'm not sure what. Because they just they just opened a fucking like 2,500 year old mummy sarcophagus. Mummy. Yeah, I know. That's so. It's like, can we stop just doing weird shit right now in 2020? <laughs> Yeah. Do we have to open up shit that could potentially start more fucking plagues? It's November 2nd, and we're going to open a portal to another dimension. It's like, no, yeah. don't. Not right now, man. Um, oh, yeah. And also, on top of that, we're still expected to have an asteroid that's going to hit the United States or North America on Election Day. Sir, our best estimate is 97.6 billion. It's the size of Texas, Mr. President. Yay. That's still likely to happen. Yeah, well. We won't even notice. Um, I, I, uh, dude, I want to go aliens, man. I know. You have to pick aliens at this point. I have to go aliens. But here's the reality. If aliens if aliens come to Earth and fuck shit up, it's not Battle Los Angeles. It's not ID4. It's not Men in Black. It's it's just going to be us getting our asses wrecked. I, I think the most likely thing is uh, unnecessary lockdowns pro- prolonging because people didn't like the election results in blue states, uh, which I guess would be the folly of man, of course. Yeah, that would be the folly of man. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. Where is the first place you seek shelter? Underground? Looks like a subway. Uh, deep in the woods, in between alleys, like a homeless person. <laughs> yeah, who does that? In a, in a doomsday prepper's bunker, an abandoned building, and it is not a nice-looking one in the photo. No. Or, a far, or far away, in a remote cottage. Now, the co- remote cottage and the doomsday prepper's bunker are the only two realistic answers. Underground's a little too vague. Of these, and the Doomsday Prepper bunker would be stocked. The remote cottage might not have food. Yes, correct. The remote cottage could be abandoned as well, just like the. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like the idea of being like underground. All that shit. I think I'd rather be in the cottage. I'm picking the cottage. Uh, Doomsday's Prepper's bunker is going to be underground too. I would imagine, but just might not be as safe. Well, the underground picture is of a subway entrance. It looks like so. Nothing is safer though than being in between some alleys in the middle of the. <laughs> <laughs> Are you picking that? I, I'm going to go Doomsday Prepper's bunker. I don't think there's any better place to be than that. To be honest, I just kind of want us to pick different ones because we got the same one last time. Mm-hmm. How are you getting there? How am I getting to the remote cottage? And how are you getting to the Doomsday Prepper bunker? By foot? By car? Skating, a magical transportation spell. There's magic now, fucking Doctor Strange shit. By motorcycle or by horse. Now, horse is probably the most reliable. I'm going by car because Mad Max. Yeah, I feel like cars like the best way to get there because you're going to want to bring some supplies with you and people potentially. And horse is what you're going to want once you've like established your life at some point. Then you're going to like, you know, tame a stallion. So I'm going to say, yeah, car. You specifically have a car big enough to bring people and then say, bye, family, and go pick up yeah. Nolan and say, it's time to work out. Ooh. I'm leaving with Nolan, the Arnold Schwarzenegger lookalike. Yeah. What's the most important thing you'll bring with you? My Nolan. <laughs> Emergency supplies. And it's a picture of a fire extinguisher. <laughs> supplies for my magic. There's a lot of magic in this. Cash money. Clothes. Weapons or food. Probably food or weapons. Yeah. Mm. I mean, with weapons, I can just take other people's food, but then I have to take other people's food. And their clothes. I'm going to go with, yeah, if you're Vigo. Uh, I'm going to go with food. Yeah, I'm going to go with weapons. I think it's going to get me everything I need. <laughs> You're taking my stuff. How will you spend most of your time while you wait for all this to blow over? Parenthetical, if it ever does. Oh, no. Uh, keeping my base secure, rationing my food so it will last. That's what you're spending your time doing? 
making the most of the present and trying to enjoy life, Thanks. meditating to find answers, drinking wine, TBH, <laughs> or sleeping a lot. I'm going to make the most of the present and try to enjoy life. Oh, dude, I'm going to be sleeping like crazy. It's going to be the best. No work. I just get to sleep in every single day. I love that idea. Okay, I don't know this character, um, so I'm going to have to Google for him. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll go first. Felk, I got Jack. You got the hero, Keanu Jack, who will not only protect you from possible poachers, but will kick their butts as well. Who's Jack? Sounds like Noli, Jack from Speed. Oh, okay. He'll also sucker punch any guy who tries to harm you. Swoon. And then he'll shoot you in the leg. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Shoot the hostage. Okay, so I got this. <laughs> I got Frank, and the image is cut off, and then I had to tab over to a new one to see him, and Frank? then I was like, I don't know who that is, so I have to fucking then Google Keanu Reeves Frank and find out it is from De Destination Wedding, a 2018 romantic comedy uh, drama starring uh, Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves. I, did, I didn't even know this movie existed. Frank will be your voice of reason during this stressful time. The world is ending. But hasn't it already a long time ago? He's got a double cot for you two to share. <laughs> okay. And he even brought a full bottle of wine. Not bad for the apocalypse, right? I feel like Frank was a bad option they put in there. What? I don't even know why the fuck Frank from Destination Wedding, in which the, the poster, which Winona Ryder is holding a wine glass and the photo they provided. She looks horrible. Uh, Keanu was wearing is, is holding a wine glass and clinking it probably with Winona Ryder who's cut off the frame. But yeah, but her poster art's horrible. What? Look at her. What is her face doing? Why did they choose that face? You talking about this image right here? Yeah. What is her face doing? Why is she? <laughs> she just looks like Winona Ryder. I don't know what you're talking about. She looks well. Maybe Winona Ryder looks horrible to me. I can't stand Winona Ryder. I don't know what it is. Well, I got a shitty as fuck answer, and you got a pretty good one. Yeah, Jack's not bad. I'm surprised Jack and Frank were in there, to be honest. I, I did not expect them. I, what do I got? guess? Johnny and you had, like, Neo? All right, let's let's do the Disney bitches. Okay. Our next quiz, we're picking Disney bitches. <gasps> yes! Pick some Disney ladies to help you survive the apocalypse, and we'll tell you if you'd survive. Girl power. Must fuck a Disney bitch. And it's it's a positive or a negative, so it's a yes or no. Uh, so there's only two options for do you survive or not survive. I hate binary. Ah! Who is the best at finding food? We got Snow White, Pocahontas, Tiana, or I'll do it myself. I should probably pick that for all of these. But Pocahontas obviously lived off the land. So I'm going with racism picking Pocahontas. Um, yeah, that was what her deal was. I mean, I think if I recall, Ford's. like John Smith was like, I need to find a young, sexy, 14-year-old girl to find food. She's not um, 14 in the movie. Tiana is the only one whose skill is food. So. But she makes beignets. Like, that's that's not foraging food. New Orleans food is like. She makes gumbo. Yeah, she exactly. Makes, it's You have to specialty items. But once we find the food, she'll know how to, you know, cook it up pretty nice. So I'm going to go Tiana. I don't know. I've gotten food poisoning in New Orleans, like, every time I've gone. I've never been to New Orleans. Who is the best at finding shelter? We got Marita. What? Moana. Mulan. 
Or I'll sleep wherever. Well, Mulan's the warrior. I don't know what Marina is. She might be a warrior too, but I'm going with Mulan. She's a princess. Although, no, I'd fucking pick Mulan and then I'll end up in that Uyghur concentration camp that was like right next to where they filmed. That's right. You don't want that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moana is who I want. I'm going to pick Moana too, but I'm scared I'm going to end up in a concentration camp. See, I'm scared about Moana because she's out on the ocean. I mean, like, there's no shelter out in the ocean. Like, it's not, she's not really the best choice here. I feel like Merida's the only good choice, but Merida's a dumb ass. Like, no one likes Merida. I'm going to go Moana. I haven't seen that movie. Nobody likes that movie, as I understand. Brave is bad. Uh, in fact, the. I don't know. There's there's nothing to mine there, content-wise. Moving on. In terms of Bravest? I, there's no time to waste on Brave. No time to waste on Brave. Uh, Brave who, is so horrible. Who is your medic? Aurora? That's from Sleeping Beauty, I think. Yep. Tiana? Or Tiana? Tiana. Or Belle? Or I'll be okay. <laughs> Dude, Belle. Belle. Belle is fucking book-learned. She will know how to take care of you. I'm picking Belle as well. Who's better at negotiating? We got Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> I don't know why I made it past tense. Jasmine. Jasmine. Uh, Cinderella or Elsa or none of them. Uh, none of them are good at negotiating. Uh, I will do the negotiating. Thank you. <laughs> uh, none yeah, of them. Cinderella's not exceptionally well at, like, you know, negotiating. She kind of gets screwed over her job at life, which is to be a daughter of a home. And then she gets... So her name's Ella, and she gets named Cinderella because she gets covered in soot all the time. Um, Elsa, she doesn't negotiate shit. She's a horrible. She abandons everybody. Yeah, Jasmine. I gotta go, Jasmine. I mean, Jasmine negotiated. I think the peace between Israel and Syria or whatever. So I mean, fuck yeah. Who's your best fighter? Megaria, Me Megara, uh, Megara. I think uh, from Megara from uh, Hercules. Yep, Esmeralda. Uh, Anna, Anna, or I've got two fists. I'll do it myself. Uh, yeah, oh my of all these, I'll pick a. I've got two big old fists. <laughs> I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. You're Thanos, Just like Thanos. Yeah. Um, Esmeralda gets fucking naked in fire dance. So I mean, fuck. I mean, none of these people are particularly good fighters, honestly. In fact, they all showed that they can't fight. Megara needs to be saved by Hercules. Anna constantly fucks up and is either saved by Elsa or Kristoff. Esmeralda, I think, is pretty much just a, da a, a, da a damsel in distress. And Quasimodo has to kind of save her. But she's Demi Moore. So I'm going to go with Demi Moore. I don't know. She played her. Who keeps everyone in high spirits? Uh, Rapunzel? Oh, my God. Looking very fuckable <laughs> in that image. Ariel? Mulan? Or I hate... Everyone, anyways. Oh wow, I'm going Ariel. Ariel, yeah. I mean, she's a fucking mermaid. She's got fish vagina. She can sing, and she's got fish vagina. This one's got like a lot of options here. Who inevitably betrays you? Belle, Mulan, holy shit, Tiana, holy shit, Pocahontas, Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel. Rapunzel, Jasmine, Esmeralda, yes. Elsa, Megara, Vanellope. I have half these are made up, right? Shuri. No, that's, that's Sarah Silverman from uh, uh, Wreck It Ralph, I think. Who's Shuri? Princess Van Vanellope. Shuri's from Black Panther. Oh, wait. No, that's not a Disney princess. Yes, she is. Moana or Merida? Isn't Shuri spelled differently than that? 
No, it's that's the same one. Same spelling. God, that's not, that's cheating, Disney. You can't say that's a Disney princess. Yeah, they can. Now they can. Um, I think the reality here is that who never ends up betraying you, it's Pocahontas, those damn redskins. They're always betraying the whites. So, uh, yeah, Pocahontas is going to betray me. Well, with the Black Lives Matter riots, it might be Tiana. Do you think Tiana's going to betray you? Well, like, I mean... There's a there might be a race war element to this po- apocalypse. I don't know. Could be. I, I I like my side would be multicultural, but I mean the Proud Boys are multicultural. They're fucking leaders of black guy, and they're called white supremacists. So Tiana might hear some false truths about my libertarian belief systems and might betray me. I don't want this my decision to be race, racially based though. But I don't know any of these characters enough to to know who the fuck is Marita. Who's Mag- Merida is the is the brave girl. Uh, Ariel Rapunzel. You know what? I'm gonna go with wait. Does, do any of these bitches <laughs> they make, are Disney make, bitches. make packs? Doesn't Rapunzel make a pact with like a troll? I'm gonna go with Rapunzel. No, she may, she she's she's a kidnapped as a baby by a witch essentially who keeps her to milk the magic out of her hair. The Disney version. I do not like that. Um, no, Rapunzel. Wait, who are you thinking of? Um, Rumpelstiltskin. You're thinking of Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, Rumpelstiltskin. I thought that's who Rapunzel was from. No, different. Rapunzel's the one that's up in the tower that can't come down and she grows her hair long. Well, it's too late. I got I got my answer already. What, what, so what did you pick? You picked Tiana? I picked Tiana. Oh, you picked Tiana? Yeah. Well, what if Tiana becomes a proud boy? It could happen. I'd be fine with that. I, I would be like, I, you should probably stand back and stand by <laughs> stand back and stand by uh all right so fuck what'd you get i went first last time i got you survived barely <gasps> and i got a photo of uh, the, the mega chick uh sitting sitting down as a Jeff. your team could use a little work and at least one of you is dead but it's not a total loss you might have been the one who died i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Well, you survived, but dot, 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 barely. It depends on our team. Our current team lineup of you, me, Nolly, and Justin, no one's dying first. The pretty ones don't survive. We know that. So, uh, But uh, your team could, my team could use a little work. But it's not a total loss, you know? So we're okay. You did it, though. All right. So mine is you survived. Oh, shit. Not barely. Just you survived. There's more than two options. You then. got yourself a kick-ass squad of ladies to help you survive whatever apocalypse comes your way. Nice going. And it's a bunch of the uh, Lost Boys yeah. jumping up and down with Wendy, who was not a girl I picked at all at any point during this. Uh, uh, no, there was no f- references to the Lost Boys or their paint eating. Do you want to do uh, the last one? Sure, why not? All right. This one's binary, so uh, all the questions are binary. So, because uh, because it's a would you rather twelve. The last quiz was going to be binary, and it wasn't. No, I thought the options were binary because it said you'll find out if you survived or not. But I got like you barely survived, and you got you did great. You're a lost boy. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. So there's more than two options. Twelve would you rather questions about the apocalypse. So I'll play the would you rather theme, I guess. <laughs> Zombies, diseases, disasters. Oh my! By Anjali Patel, Buzzfeed staff. <gasps> yeah, she's not hot. Would you rather 
be turned into a zombie or watch everyone you love get turned into one. Fuck. Oh, my God. Watch everyone you love get turned into one, obviously. Jesus Christ. Why would I want to be turned into a zombie? I'm going to watch everyone I love get turned into a zombie. Yeah. 66% of people would rather be turned into a zombie. <laughs> then watch everyone they know, like, turn into a zombie. See what? Uh, I don't know. All right. Good on you, everyone else. I, I'm, I'm clearly in the minority on that one. I don't think there's a, a final answer for this one. I think we just get percentages each time. So I'll read them up. Okay. Would you rather be killed immediately at the beginning of the apocalypse or have to live through it? Oh, uh, live through it. I'm living live through, through it. it. I'm living yeah, through 40 it. years. 72% of people would rather live through it. Yes, we're in the majority. That time. Would you rather escape the end of the world by living underground forever or in space forever? Shit, oh, dude. Jesus. I'd rather be in space than underground. At least you can see the stars. Yeah, but, like, think about this, though. If you're out in, like, the distant space, like, outer space, like, and there's just nothing... And it's just pinholes and black. Yeah, it's like Wall-E. That's like, no, you're on the Wall-E ship is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Oh, see, I'm just thinking like, yeah, I I, I guess I think a little bit more 1960s, 1980s sci-fi where it's just kind of like you're in a shitty little ship. <laughs> oh, like Red Dwarf kind of. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I mean, if we're in Wall-E level, like yacht, like fucking mega fucking like super ship starship. Yeah. Or that show with you, Lori, that no one watched. Which I think is about that on HBO. <laughs> Space Force? No, uh, that's Steve Carell. And that's Netflix, Netflix. or something. Yeah. No one knows the, the Avenue. I think it's called. Oh, that's right. Yes. No one watched it. And it's done by the people who did like uh, uh, VP. I think. Yeah. Right? Apparently, VP. it's terrible. Well, this that's one like was fifty-fifty on the uh, voter base. So. So 50% of the world wants us to live underground during the apocalypse and 50% wants to live in space? I don't know who would want to live underground, but... Fuck, man. I mean, come on. Think, just Elysium. It's Elysium. Yeah. Would you rather live in the fucking Elysium ring or live on fucking Earth? Elysium's up in the sky, not on ground. Elysium's up in space. Yeah, yeah. I want to live in that Elysium ring. Fuck that. I don't want to live in Earth. Would you rather endure a natural apocalypse or one started by humans? Uh, natural would be a lot easier. It's just going to be like... Oh, it's fiery outside. Although I guess the road is natural is a natural apocalypse because it's implied that maybe it's no the roads. No, the roads implied the it's road? an asteroid. It's an asteroid. It's no, implied. see, I thought the road was never implied what it was. It, uh, it, like, there he was, wakes up, okay. he just sees fire. There was a light. It, no, the the it's very vague, but I think the the the, the it's like two lines. And I think it's something along the lines of there was a bright flashing light followed by a rumbling. And then that's it. And then everything starts. And then the sky is covered in, in ash or whatever, and everything dies. All the plants and stuff die, and animals die. I think it's asteroid. Well, here's the reality, right? I, if an asteroid hit and did wipe out most of humanity, and especially like communications, no one would fucking know it was an asteroid. Yeah. Well, that's why they don't go into what caused it. But I think it's an asteroid. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, fuck. This is hard then. I'm going to go with natural apocalypse because, I, I mean, yeah. according to Ocasio-Cortez, that could that could just mean like it, the, it's 10 degrees hotter on average. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that's still an apocalypse. Uh, 73% would endure. Oh, I didn't let you pick. Did I? No, no, no. I would I would go with natural as well. I, I feel like any apocalypse started by humans is tainted and poison or toxic. It might be radioactive and I, I do not want radiation. 
Yep, exactly. Or it could be chemical or it could be biological, but I don't want any of that, to be honest. I'd rather deal with ash than deal with nuclear fallout. 73% of people agree with us. Good. Would you rather know the date of the end of the world? You might already. Or yeah. know its cause? I'd rather know its cause. Yeah, I'd rather know its cause, too. Fuck this. I, it, whatever this date, October 12th, is, doesn't help me. It makes me fucking panicky as yeah. fuck. <laughs> All you've done is buy rice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bought a lot of rice and a lot of beans and a lot of water. <laughs> I'm going to say cause. Yeah, I want to know the cause. Too. Interesting. 76% or 67% uh, say know the cause. We've gotten most of these uh, in the majority. Yeah. Except when we uh, watched everyone we love become a zombie. <laughs> Uh, would you rather try to survive a global pandemic or a third world war? Global pandemic. I'm cur currently surviving a global yeah. pandemic. I'm doing great at it. Uh, well, that's the 60%. Oh, no. Excuse me. We're in the 40%. 60% would rather be in a yeah. third world war than right now. Fucking idiots. 60% of people pick the third world war where they're wow. getting like somebody's coming into their, their home and shooting them right now. And we're just fucking like, all right, yes. Netflix and chill. Little worried about the federal stimulus is not coming out. 60% <laughs> of, 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 the, of the people that have taken this quiz want to be essentially conscripted or, uh, you know, uh, drafted or have soldiers quartered in their homes. Like, this, that's not what you really want. Nobody really wants that. I don't know why so many people pick that. Even like a really bad pandemic, like the one featured in Contagion, would be better than a third world war happening. Yeah, absolutely. People are wrong. Would you rather stay behind to search for your loved ones or move to safer ground with an Arnold Schwarzenegger-inspired version of Nolan? Oh, my God. Can you imagine a Nolan that looks like Arnold about the time of Conan? Uh-oh. I mean, I'd rather just have Arnold. <laughs> I don't know why you bring Nolan into it. Well, Nolan's got a better face than Arnold, honestly. Also, Arnold's like 70 years old now. Yeah. Well, but Nolan isn't. and, and still, <laughs> still, still virile and fresh. No one's perma handsome. Like, I just, I don't know if he will ever stop being so gorgeous. All right, Bauer, are you staying behind to search for your loved ones, or are you moving to safer ground? Okay, well, if my loved ones are Noli. I'm moving to safer ground. If my loved one's Noli somewhere, I have to stay behind to find him. I, 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 he's everything. He's my partner. But more than likely, I'm running to higher ground, safer ground, so. Okay, I picked that, too. And it's only 33% of people pick that. <laughs> yeah, what people, you're stupid. Don't look for your nolies. Run to safer ground. <laughs> Would you rather share supplies with someone and risk running out or hoard them and be alone? Like that pregnant lady. Yeah, from earlier. Uh, it is similar. From earlier. Shot her in the back of the head and took that baby adrenochrome. Uh, I am hoarding my supplies and being alone. So, um, yeah, hoard your supplies and be alone. You'll at least survive longer for 40 years. And a lot of people think BuzzFeed's really judging them, so they like try to pick the right answers and pick 76% said share supplies with someone running out and risk running out. Fuck them. Uh, would you rather leave an injured person behind or endanger yourself by tending to their wounds? Yeah, leave them behind. Leave them behind. Yeah, leave that fucker behind. If they're injured, they're slowing you down. 34% of people agree with us. The rest are, are going to die with the person who's injured. Have they not seen what happens to uh, to uh, uh, um, uh, Vasquez and Gorman? 
Yeah, but Gorman's her commanding officer, and and he's sacrificing himself with her. You always were an asshole, Gorman. He tries to he tries to save her though. He does. He does. Well, she tries to save him. Wait, no. Who gets left behind? She gets left behind. She gets hit with she, that acid. She gets injured, and then he goes back for her. And then then he blows them both up. Yes, he blows them both up once they get cornered. But he didn't know they were gonna get cornered. Felk, is Gorman always an asshole? Was he always an asshole? I mean, that's she's not like being mean to him. That she's like they're they're kind of saying goodbye. They're having their little moment where they put their hands together on the gr- grenade. I love that moment. It is so hardcore. Like she she like they're they're like she realized that's that's basically saying like I know I was hard on you, but like <laughs> we're we are in this together. Uh, would you rather spend the rest of your life? Looking for someone you love or watch them perish. Ooh, this is good. This is really good. Holy shit. I've thought of this. I would decide I'm going to pick looking for them for the rest of my life, but I'm not going to look very hard. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this has always been a good one because like because like I'll be multitasking. I'll be multitasking. If you if you spent the entire apocalypse being like, I think my loved one's alive, like it's going to be a lot of stress on you all the time. That's going to turn to cancer and then you're going to die from cancer in the apocalypse. That's going to be good. The way it's set up, like in the first episode of The Walking Dead, I thought Rick looking for uh, his wife and son was going to be like the show or at least a long portion of the show. And then they just he finds her at the third episode, like or, or the end of the second episode. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. So, I thought that was going to be like a long thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's the beginning of the third episode. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really kind of almost nonchalant. Um, like it didn't even take that long. It was pretty easy for him to find them. I think it was, I think it was about the same amount of time in the comics uh, that took him to find Laurie and Carl. Well, but, it doesn't um, really translate, but this, this, this question specifically says the rest of your life. Like, you're never going to find them. Yes, looking for them, meaning that you never come across them, so you're just always looking for the person you love, and then you just die having never found them. I would, I guess I would rather them perish in front of me so then I I could move on and begin that closure because I feel like, man, when it comes to level of, cl- like, lack of closure, there's no lack of closure better than, like, apocalypse happens and I don't know what happened to the loved ones in my life. Yeah. This could be, like, that would be your, your opening scene is – your family dying and then it cuts to you finding Nolan a year later and you got this long beard and you're like find a lizard and you eat it and and mm-hmm. you know you don't even cook it because you're just you care about calories it, it, you that, that's like that grizzles you and makes you into like a, an emotionless survivor whereas spending the rest of your life looking for them means you still have that humanity but there's a hopelessness with mm-hmm. you yeah I'm picking I pick that one and 76 percent of people picked uh spend the rest of your life looking for someone you loved and you pick that one too? Yeah. Well, it's gonna be it's gonna be like on the to do list, but I mean, survive, build a cabin, find a cool motorcycle. There'll be other things I do too along the way. Look for the one you love, <laughs> but not hard. You know what? It, it, I would love that, Felk. I would love to like. I would love to be the one you love that you're looking for, but you're not really looking for me. Yeah. Like you're just building this awesome community. And then I just stumble across you and you're like, I found you. You're like, you just found me. I'm going to be looking for you in like the rural farmlands of Texas. Hope you're there. Yep. <laughs> yep. I know where to go for you. Do you all of Texas? <laughs> all of Texas, the panhandle. That's where you're going to be. Fuck that panhandle is like the worst part. <laughs>
We should. I mean, we really should just be. We're just going to take Oklahoma. We're going to take all of it. <laughs> Oklahoma land rush too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you picked uh, watch someone you love die and perish. I mean, yeah. Twenty four percent of the world agrees with me, yeah. but that's okay. Would you rather run back to grab your most beloved memento? <laughs> Or leave it to get to safety. And I'm laughing. Okay, wait. I'm laughing because what if your most loved most beloved memento was a Blu-ray of Memento? It, oh my god, that would be the best. Yes, especially the special edition DVD where it actually you can play the movie backwards. Uh huh. I know. I know about this. I'm leaving it behind. Fuck that. I'm getting the safety. Yeah. Uh. I, oh man. See. Oof. I might run back inside the house to get something. I could see myself doing that. I could definitely see myself doing that. And it would probably be completely useless, like not important. But I tell everybody all the time, I say, when I walk around the neighborhood, I say, leave it behind to get to safety. I say that to everybody. I say, leave it behind to get to safety. People have died. It's fu- fucking weird to think of it. People have died, like, staying in their homes or, or running back in their homes to get, like, fucking photos of their kids or their yeah. dead parents or something. And like we, I, I Google drive, man, Google photos. They're all, yeah, all backed up. Just print out a new one. Like that's completely gone. The idea of like memorabilia is now, obviously there's still other memorabilia but life is always more important than a thing. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's why you have insurance. And still yet. Still 34% of people are running back in the apocalypse for their most beloved memento. <laughs> that's why they got, they got shit. That's why democracy is dangerous. Uh, my stamp collection, my precious cans, <laughs> my player piano. <laughs> that's, that's from the Simpsons. Uh, well, not the stamp collection, but the precious cans are. Yeah. Oh no. My no. antique precious cans. You shot my antique cans. The player piano is the, the, the burning fire that the, the uh, whatever baseball player had to run back into. Um, Marge on the Lamb is the best episode ever of Simpsons. We're talking about two different episodes. Uh, all right, this is the Wait, last. No, Marge on the Lamb is the precious antique cans, and I'm talking about my player piano being. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, but that's a good one. That's the Daryl Strawberry goes back and wait, was it Daryl Strawberry that goes back and forth? In no, it's, not, it's it's someone else. It's it's uh, I don't remember. Who Ken Griffey Jr. Would you final one, final question, final thing? Would you rather witness the apocalypse? Or only know a post-apocalyptic world. So you want well, to be yeah. Do you want to be Rick or Carl, basically? Or or do you want to be Vigo, or do you want to be someone that sees it up close? Or Judith, I guess. I guess Carl knows a pre-apocalyptic world. V- Shit, man. Yeah, the, the kid in Vigo is a good is more accurate. I want to fucking witness it. But the reality is, if you're close enough to witness it, you're probably not going to survive. Well, you're in the post-apocalyptic world, so you did survive. I'm confident. Yeah, if, okay, if there's a guaranteed survival, because I've always here's the way I've always debated, right? If you're there, wherever Ground Zero is, or close to Ground Zero, whatever Ground Zero can be, even conceptually, I was like, man, you're likely to die, but then you'll at least know what the fucking apocalypse was. Like, you'll you'll see the asteroid hit, or you'll see the nuke go off, or you'll see the, the super volcano explode, or you'll see the, the, the Nazis. Um, I... I just don't know. Like, I if I were to all of a sudden see like Nazis coming from the moon, like I don't know if I want to be like right there. I'd rather be on the other side of the planet and be like, "What's going on in the other side of the planet?" Fuck yeah, let's start hiding from these Nazis from the moon, Iron Sky. But 
But they'd have 1940s technology. But that's updated um, with CGI. When is the apocalypse? Well, I guess they've been yeah doing research on the moon. What know. is the apocalypse? It's probably well. Two, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's probably one of the usual staples, not Nazis from the moon. So uh, I don't know why that would be your go-to. Uh, zombies, though, I feel like is, you you know how do you witness the zombie apocalypse and 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 then only know a post-apocalyptic zombie world? I would rather know the. I'd rather yeah. I mean, I'd rather be Joel than Ellie. I'd rather be the the old guy with old man strength. I'm witnessing the apocalypse. Oh, that's a good way of looking at it. Would you rather be Joel or Ellie? Fuck. Or Abby. Or Abby, yeah. Um, Abby's 20. You know, there's points in those games where, as Ellie and Abby, like they talk about how they don't know that, that the world before, and like they don't understand movies, I think is one of the things they actually they, they discuss in the Last of Us games, is how they don't understand people watch movies all the time. Yeah, I guess witness the apocalypse. So I can be there during the wave cresting over the hill and I can actually see the change that this one was 50 50. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a hard one. Although if you look at for the votes, slight, slight edge only went to, went to, you only know a post-apocalyptic world, which is, yeah. I mean, I would have thought the slight edge would have gone to witness the apocalypse. Cause seriously, who wouldn't want to see the, the, the big action set piece? Well, that was a good episode ish. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I'm dead. Oh, you, you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. This is it. <laughs> that was my last episode. I, I, we wasted everything. We wasted our time. <laughs> uh, well, that was the fucking best doomsday prophecy we have ever done. We did it. We did it. I like that this is the uh, generic stuff. I added, I replaced show topic with Doomsday Prophecy, but everything else is just how it was pasted in. Email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes come out every week, and be sure to like and subscribe to The Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Felk. And this is goodbye forever <laughs> from Cool Boy Ballad. That's sad. You'll be okay. Who knows? What if I'm dead? Oh, my God. You'll be okay. Felk, this is the very last thing I ever want to say. I regret nothing. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode of the Cool Boys podcast was brought to you by. Thought running Liam. water would be tough. What's up, buddy? Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, you know, one of the Alexa stories. Um, one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one they call the new neighbor. Yeah. Is the creepiest one. Is it too scary for you? Yeah. All right, go tell mommy. I told her. Oh, is mommy okay? The new neighbor story on Alexa is so it's too scary. Love you, buddy. Sweet dreams. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. I wonder what it is. Do it. Tell Alexa right now. Do it. It's, it's the. Uh, well, this can't be. This can't be on the episode. 
it's it's called, it's a uh, it's a uh, the new neighbors. The name of the story on Alexa. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna listen to a story right now. <laughs> Do it. Put make that the Easter egg. The new neighbor. Through the curtain, Annie watched two men carrying a deep iron pot off the moving truck and through a door. Oh. Then they brought out a large cage with a sheet draped over it. Ooh. An elderly woman was following them. Uh-oh. One of the movers nearly dropped his side as if something in the cage attacked him. The woman shouted at the cage and pulled the sheet back down. <gasps> Soon the movers finished and drove away. Annie walked down the staircase and knocked on the yellow door. The door opened a crack and the old woman's face peered through. Hi, I'm Annie, your upstairs neighbor. Where's the dong in the story? The woman did not smile. She only eyed Annie suspiciously and said, Need okay. more dong. Well, Annie continued, I hope you like it here. Okay, the woman said again and slammed the door. Annie went back up the stairs to her apartment. Oh. Through the floorboard, she could hear the woman talking to someone. The other voice was high, like a small child. Annie couldn't understand them, but the child seemed adamant, repeating the same phrase over and over again. Annie tiptoed back down the stairs and placed her ear to the yellow door. Then she heard the small voice again. Sucking fuck. Don't bite me, please don't bite me. A shiver went down her spine. <gasps> then the old woman shouted back, You be quiet. After I make this soup, I'm going to take care of you. Don't bite me, the childlike voice cried. I said be quiet. Annie began to tremble. Finally, she worked up the courage to knock on the door. Again, the old woman peered out the cracked door. What is it? Oh. I want to know who else is in there, Annie said. Nobody's here. But I heard a child's voice. The old woman laughed, swinging the door wide open, and Annie thought she may need to run for her life. I agree. Then she saw, in the middle of the room, the cage. Inside was a large gray parrot. This is Edward. He's a good boy, but he likes to bite. Please don't bite me, the parrot mocked. Come in, have some soup, the woman said. Cool story. Get some cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious.